Hi, Bronte. How Hi. are you doing? Fuck you. Oh, Bronte, this is clearly going to be a great show. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special Big Brother 18, I'm gonna call it a pre-jury interview show with your, one of your favorite pre-jurors. But first, I need to let you guys know if you wanna see any of our uh, shows back, you can see them back at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bb18. If you want to see any of our spoiler shows back, they're at slash bb18 spoilers. 24-7 live feed updates over on Twitter at bb18 feed updates. And of course, the flashback times are at slash bb18 flashbacks. If you don't have the feeds, you can get them at yourrealityrecaps.com slash feeds. And our last two notes... If you want to help support our shows, check out yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. Weekly shows just for patrons, prize giveaways just for patrons, your questions asked for reality stars, and access to the patron-only Facebook group. Yes, you can do one-time donation via PayPal. And lastly, Amazon Video. Check that out, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon Video. Do some free trials for us. It's what allows us to bring guests onto our show. Now... Speaking of guests, it's one of our favorites from Big Brother 18. It's Bronte. Thank you for having me. Hi, Bronte. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. I got sleep and food in my system over the past couple weeks, bought myself a puppy. I'm doing so good. Now, wait a minute. I did not know of this puppy. Yes, I got a little German Shepherd. She's a beast. And I named all of her toys the executives. All of her chew toys. They were called the executives. I enjoy that they are called the yes. executives. Mm-hmm. Did you name the dog Jose? No, I did. I named her Reina, which actually means queen, because everyone was calling me queen. So I was like, I should name my dog queen. So I named her Reina. And every time she bites me, I'm like, go get an executive to chew on, not me. Ooh, what is your favorite executive that she chews on? Um, probably Executive Polly. Oh, but I think she was chewed up and spit out last night, so I can probably move on from that chew toy. Oh, Bronte, this is clearly going to be a great show. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, Bronte! All right, Bronte, we have so many questions from fans. I want to let everybody know this isn't really a recap show. My goal is to give Bronte as many of your guys' questions as I can, so you can tweet them with hashtag YRRLive. You can leave them in the chat room. But first, Bronte, I have a question for you, and it is very important. Yes. Nine times nine. 81. But 89 when you're starstruck by Jeff Schroeder, because he's the most handsome man you'll ever see in your life. Good Lord. Lucky I remembered my name. But it's 81 if you're taking a math test. 89 when you see Jeff. Okay, now, Bronte, I had, for the start of that show, you were at plus 10. Okay, now that whole Jeff is the sexiest man alive thing, I'm going to have to take away three points. You have now gone to seven. I've gone to seven. He is so much more handsome in person, though, let me tell you. He's like so tall and muscular and you just see him and I just melt. I melt. Good thing he wasn't in the house. 
I don't want to be the one to break it to you, Bronte, but I think he's getting married and having a kid. I know. I'm so happy for it. His wife is more beautiful than he is. Good Lord. They're just a beautiful family. They're going to make, like, the perfect child. I Absolutely. think they are. I can't wait to see their... And I want to see their baby, because, you know, we saw last night the Brenchel baby. I want to see their baby versus a Brenchel baby uh, in Big Brother Baby Edition. I love BB babies. I didn't make one, but I'm happy for everyone else. If you had to make a BB baby, who would you want to make a BB baby with? Not Jeff. Not Jeff. From my season? From any season you want. From any season I want. Well, from my season, I'm not, I had a little thing going on with Paul. I think it's pretty much squashed though. But just out of pure like competition, I think I'd have to make a BB baby with Victor. I mean, the guy's a beast. He has a finance degree. I think we could produce a pretty smart kid. I'm not going to lie. I might have to fight you, Ronte. Victor I, is mine. Oh, I've been, I've had many people come up, men and women, who's like, hey, get Victor's phone number and pass it on to me. So there's a line, trust me. He cooks, he cleans the kitchen. He, ugh, he's not bad to look at. No, I, I mean, I never had like a chemistry with Victor on that level. Why, I don't know, but I honestly like, Props to him. If I was a guy, I would want to be Victor, hands down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. I. Oh, Victor. Now I'm getting. Now I'm getting all hot. Now I'm getting red. We're talking about Victor. Father. Yes. Uh, you know what I love, and the you uh, now people, the people that are watching live, and you now right now, they can't see, but the people who are going to watch this back uh, on the edited version. We'll get to see like a wider screen. I love your Christmas lights around your window. I do year-round Christmas lights up in here. It makes me happy. Um, everyone, this is why Bronte and I are going to have to be best friends. <laughs> year-round Christmas. Year-round Christmas, I agree, Bronte. I would like to make it a requirement. Year-round Christmas celebrating. I agree. I agree, too. All right, let's take a question from one of our patrons, Dan, who wants to know, Bronte, looking back at your time in the Big Brother house, what is your favorite or best memory? My favorite or best memory? I have several. One of which is telling, basically any time I kind of stood my ground and told Polly off, um, <laughs> Uh, are we allowed to cuss on this show? You know what? Watch this. NSFW, everyone. Now you can. Go. Okay. So I have a lot of gifs, gifs out there where I was like, fuck you. Those were all directed towards Polly. Um, but I, I think just to my relationship with Natalie progressing, not to get all sentimental, but anytime her and I really bonded, I really felt like I left that house with another sister. Have two already. Now I have three. Um, that was just my favorite moment, like developing a true friend. And I'm so proud of everything she's doing. So basically getting to know Natalie was my favorite, favorite thing about Big Brother at this point. Interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, all of you guys. Of course, you were wifey spy in the Spy Girls, your other Spy Girls. Now, you mentioned Natalie. Still have good feelings about Bridget? Yes, I do. I do. You know, Bridget, Um, we had some ups and downs with the alliance portion of our relationship with Bridget. But with that said, 
Um, she was a sweetheart. Like, I don't think any of this made into the show, but that girl would spend hours like popping our zits, getting out our blackheads, baking us cookies. Um, the girl was sweet. And I don't think that any bullying that went on was deserved went on account of Bridget. Um, but she was definitely a friend. We had some bumpy roads when it came to our alliance with her. But Bridget is a sweetheart. She's also wifey material. Let me tell you guys. Mm, okay. I like, I think we all got on, you know, board with team Bridget as this season went on. Um, yes. Here is a question from AIW27 uh, and wants to know, Bob Bronte, since you're all about girl power, what do you think about some of those mean girls in the house? Now, they was, s- oh, I'll let you answer. Go ahead. I was devastated and livid, to be honest with you. Um, that's one of the reasons I had a feeling I was going home because I started from the mean girls at the time, um, I started to get insanely dirty looks from them. I would, I woke up, I said, good morning. And they would just walk on past me, not even look in my direction. Um, so I started to feel it a bit. And I think it definitely just exploded after I left the house. I definitely wouldn't have tolerated it. Um, you know, if I knew they had hid Bridget's birthday cake, there would have been hell to pay. Let me just say that. Um, I'm all about women coming together, girls supporting each other. This was one of the most catty, jealous seasons I've ever witnessed. And I happened to have been on it, which I was quite mm-hmm. sad about. Um, but yeah, <coughs> things just got really... Yeah. Okay, now, here was going to be my question. Clearly, you have them in mind. Uh, who are you saying are the um, quote-unquote mean girls now? So are we saying Nicole... Okay, so we had right now things have definitely changed. Right, I, they have changed. Right. When I left the house, when you left the house, who were we when I left mean the girls? house? We had the Mean Girls, which consisted um, lead Zakia. She was the head honcho. Okay. Um, then you had Michelle, and you had Nicole. Um, but Zakia definitely led the pack. Let me tell you. You know, I have to say, in the beginning of the season, I heard a lot of people saying that, and I personally never saw it until the week that you went home. Then, I guess I just started noticing it more. So, I agree, and I've always been on board with Nicole being a mean girl, so... <laughs> yeah, I just, I think the rela- the showman's has fueled it. There was a lot of jealousy. Um, you know, it got to the point where me and Natalie... We're too afraid to really interact with Polly um, because we didn't want to make Zakia jealous. And, you know, kind of the same thing with Corey. It was like, stay away from Corey. We don't need jealousy here. Um, But unfortunately, it still was there as hard as we try to kind of lay off. Right. Um, Well, now let me ask you this. Have you watched all the episodes so far? Are you caught up on the season or are you one of the people who know you don't want to watch the episodes? I did not watch the episodes I was in. I have been watching them since. Um, My mother is actually obsessed with the live feed still. So the minute my name gets brought up, she's like, oh, oh, you will not believe what this person just said about you, Bronte. So unfortunately, I'm still getting all of the dirt. But and she told me everything that was said while I was in the house. So I was like, "Uh, I, I don't need to see it. 
see it for myself. I'll take my mother's word. So you didn't even watch like the premiere episode where you got to see everybody's video packages and all that stuff. That was the only thing I watched. I watched everyone's video package. Because I wanted to see people's families and stuff like that. I wanted to see my family. My mom was in there. Um, so that was the only thing I watched that I was in, though. Perfect. Because I would like to know, as the first person we are talking to, kind of, that's been outside of the or I guess second, who's been outside of the house, uh, and I have a feeling you'll keep it real with me, what was it like watching Michelle's video package and learning she's not a fan of fat people or people that like mayo? I was, it was, I was kind of, I didn't understand why she was climbing the tree, first of all. Okay. Um, second of all, um, Michelle made some very interesting health choices in the house. Right. Um, which is actually where the feud, one of the feuds started between Bridget and Michelle, because Michelle was making some choices um, that were a, a bit unhealthy and right. that she paid the price for. And Bridget, as a nurse, tried to step in. And that's where a lot of that came from. I, I I personally think that you can eat mayonnaise and not be fat, um, you know. So I, I think it was a little, a little cat. The, see, the cattiness started from the beginning. See, um, I, I'm all for mayonnaise. If you like it, eat it. I like Life it with short. I like it mixed with ketchup, which sometimes makes people they really don't like that one at all. That's the foundation for an In-N-Out hamburger. Thank Hello, you. Thousand Island. Don't hate. Don't hate. Exactly. Don't hate it. No, nobody should hate a thousand island. Um, UTSA Jennifer. Now, I'm sure, as you know, watching your intro package, you know, a huge focus in the beginning of the season was on Bronte's voice. Yes. And some people say, is it Bronte's real voice? Is it not Bronte's real voice? And UTSA Jennifer wants to know, uh, why do you think that your voice was higher in the DR than in real life? Oh, yeah. So in the DR, um, you it's kind of just, it's a lot bigger than you can see. Right. And the, you have to be louder than you would normally. Right. So um, that's why when I get louder, my voice goes up in pitch. So it was about having to be loud is really what it is in the DR. You can't, if you talk monotone, um, you know, they kind of, it's not, it's not, it doesn't make the best video. So you try to be bubbly and be loud. Um and my voice just goes up when that happens, I guess. But I, I wasn't fake. It's, it's a natural thing. I've never been fake with my voice. I agree. I, I think people don't realize. I'm the same way. Like, ask Bronte. Before the show started, I was like, so Bronte, what are we doing? And then I was like, hey, everybody. We're gonna do I'm just have to, you, you have to. You have to be animated. Yeah. yeah. The lo usually the louder people are, the higher pitch their voice is. So when you already have a high-pitched voice, it's going to go up. Now, one of your super big fans, Bruce, says, uh, Barante, uh, was there any bullying in the house that you saw? Or, okay, so that's the part one. I'm going to let you answer that part one, and then there's the part two. So go ahead. Was there any bullying in the house that you saw? A lot of times people keep, your goal is to keep things on the inside and right. not let anyone see. So that was kind of how the spy girls came about was let's all analyze. Let's listen in on conversations, come together at the end of the day and share 
what we heard and what we saw. Um, a lot of the bullying that took that took place, I didn't see until I was out of the house. Right. And I was at the airport and talking to my mom the first time and she's like, this person said this about you. And, you know, then I really noticed how Zakia was throwing these words out like whore, slut, um, which I consider not acceptable. Um, so in the moment, I did not know the extent of the bullying. I got a lot of dirty looks. I had suspicions. But in the house, I did not realize how big it actually was. Okay. Now, my ne- the follow-up to that is Bruce wants to know, what are your thoughts now about Paulie's comments towards Natalie? Specifically, uh, I guess, saying uh, FTs about Natalie, uh, fake tits, and calling her FTs. What are your thoughts on that? You got to watch a lot of that play out in real time now. I am just as livid right now as I was when I heard about it. You know, that was something a lot of the boys in the house did bring up quite often. I didn't see the point of talking about it. Natalie doesn't want to tell us she got a boob job. Who cares? Like, let it go off into the wind. It doesn't matter. Like, just believe what she tells us. You know, it has nothing to do with the game. So, I once again, it, it's something that got very personal, and I don't understand why. You know, Natalie and that part of Natalie has nothing to do with Big Brother. Um, so, I was livid. I... I I think that he needed to be slapped across the face, to be honest with you. Um, if we were outside of the house, I probably would have slapped him across the face. I'm, I'm not afraid to pick a fight with a boy. I never have been. So, um, you know, my daddy taught me well. He always wanted a boy. He got three girls, but he taught us how to throw down. <laughs> so This is going to be an interesting <laughs> reunion show. Yeah, an interesting I've- finale. I would have lost it. She gained her composure. Bridget had composure. I would have... It wouldn't have been pretty, let me tell you that. (laughs) Okay, so now I feel like I have to come clean right now. I'm afraid. Uh, So, Bronte, one of my biggest, I'm not going to say problems, So one of the things I had the most fun with you about, we saw, you know, all of you, the Spy Girls, up in the HOH room, everybody revealing their secrets to each oh. other, and you said, I want to work for the Secret Service. Yes. And I was on Twitter going, Bronte, the first word is secret. I don't think anyone's <laughs> allowed to know. <laughs> That whole situation, yeah. So that whole situation was, you know, things get edited. Um, Natalie and Bridget were not really holding it together in their part of the alliance. So um, I had just been put up on the block again. Um, I was tired. I kind of cried a little, you know, cried in the DR. I come out and I'm like, at least I have Natalie and Bridget, you know, Mm -hmm. yay me. And we go up in the HOH room and they kind of are going at it. And I'm like, my alliance is falling apart and I'm on the block the second week in a row. Um, So it was kind of a way for me to reel them back in. Like, hey girls, let's remember girl power. We trust each other. We wanna show America that we trust each other. So I'm gonna tell you guys this little secret of mine. Um, And Natalie was obsessed with finding the secret nerd of the house. So I Mm -hmm. knew she'd get a kick out of it. Um, And then I didn't know they had secrets and they started telling me theirs. And it kind of really did work how I wanted it to. It it brought us back together and we were like, we're so cool. And, you know, we trust each other and we're going to take this whole house down. So 
Uh, Queen, well, now, speaking of that, Queen Big Brother in the chat room wants to know, are you mad now uh, finding out that Natalie told all of them you're a mathematician? After I left? Yes. No, you know, I had, okay, when I saw Victor um, in the battle back, um, I ended up telling Victor. I knew Victor was going to get back in the house. I knew I wasn't going to win against Victor. It just, it was fine. Um, it was, you know, so I, I told him my little fun secret, and I knew he'd go back in the house and spill the beans. Um, Victor said something. Natalie said something. Um, so I was also trying to convince Victor not to trust anyone in the house. He was too trustworthy, and I didn't want to see him, you know, get booted right after he got in there. Right. Um, but yeah, I, he, she's one of many people who ended up talking about it. I think some things were kind of, some people thought I had never actually been to San Diego. They were like, she must have lied about that. She's never been there. Um, I'm from San Diego. I grew up there. So that was not a lie. <laughs> okay. Um, Linda wants to know in the chat room, would you have brought Tiffany into the Spy Girl Alliance and rallied to get Paul out when both of you were up it was that something you would have done yeah we actually i you know it's hard because i don't know what made it to the live feeds or anything we actually had something going with tiffany for a little while um we tried to bring her in on the whole like let's girls work together girls alliance um the minute we said something she basically went out and restated what we stated it got back to us so we kind of knew that was a door we tried to open and it quickly slammed and, you know, caught our finger in the middle of it. Right. Um, so we, tr we tried to work with Tiffany. I personally wanted her to, um, but it was definitely an effort that <coughs> me, Bridget and Natalie had put forth. Interesting. I would have loved it. I would have loved I to have seen Tiffany up in there with you guys. Um, do you think, uh, Michael A wants to know, do you think Frank put you up during the BB roadkill with an ulterior motive um, other than just to get you out? I don't know what the ulterior motive would be. I I, I actually, you know, I, I kind of thrive off having answers to all the questions that come my way. That is one I have yet to figure out. I am not quite sure why Frank put me up. I almost asked him, decided not to, you know, what's the point? Um, I, I really not quite sure why he put me up, to be honest. I, he had a lot of drama with Davon and Zakia. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was very silly of Frank to actually think that they moved past that drama. Because once you, once you kind of get in a little fight with somebody, don't think that it's been resolved. Like they're always gonna remember it. So for me, he had the opportunity to kind of put day, day up, put Zakia up, and no one would know. Um, so I have no idea why he went after me. I, if someone wants to ask him for me, I'd appreciate it. Especially because he was apparently working with Bridget, and I was, you know, Bridget's biggest supporter. It could very well be he thought that it guaranteed Tiffany going out, which is what he was saying at the time but we will ask him he will be on probably yeah. next early next week so we'll we'll ask him you can come in the chat room much like glenn is in the chat room right now so glenn <laughs> if you have a question and also check your dms glenn um <laughs> uh for then, then maybe we'll ask him we'll make it be from you bronte or here's a better one i can record it as a video question for the frank yeah. show and we'll pull it up you for him you do i mean 
I was a target for a while there. So if he thought I wouldn't go home, then he was that was a dumb move on his behalf because Polly was coming for me for quite some time. Yeah, why? <laughs> I had um I told I told him off a lot in the first two weeks I was there. Uh, he kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and also, they thought that I was running the revolution mm -hmm. for a while. I was shocked to find that out. They thought that I was like the head honcho of it. Um, but a bit, I, me and Natalie worked really hard to get the targets off our back. We used James and Paul to get the targets off our back from Polly, and it worked. Um, all our strategy that didn't make the episodes, it worked, and we ended up getting the target off our back from Polly because we knew he was running the house. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the girls got in there and got me out. Now, since we're talking a little bit about it, what is something else or has there been anything that since being out of the house you have learned about anybody in there that has really shocked you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely, um, I did not, I, I was shocked that the girls worked as hard as they did to get me out because mm -hmm. I had really approached every single one of them. And I, when I said, I am not here to support the boys in kicking the girls out. I knew the boys were going to make a boys alliance. That's exactly what they did. And I knew they would target the girls and that's exactly what they tried to do. Um, so I was honest. I told Nicole, I told Zaki, I told Day, I, I will not come for you and I will always be a number for you. You know, it was, I'm not going to hide that fact. Um, so I was very shocked when I found out that they, you know, had went to Polly and really campaigned to send me home over Tiffany. Um, I was surprised. But then I was like thinking of it and I was like, well, they're a little catty. So mm -hmm. it is what it is. I was sad though. Uh, Fallout Amanda in the chat room wants to know, do you think that Natalie at this point has a chance to win Big Brother? Uh, heck yes, I do. She, I think her and James are standing really good right now. Um, you know, Natalie, she's feisty like me, but she, she really, you know, kind of held back and waited for James to be ready to start actually playing big brother because James sat back for a big part of the game and that was smart for him to do seeing mm -hmm. as he's a vet so once she kind of saw James is ready to make big moves she kind of unleashed everything that is bottled up within her she's feisty just like me or I'm feisty just like her um so I think that her and James could really take this home I don't know if Natalie might win against James I definitely think that they could make it to the final two though snap of a finger Mm, okay, well, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get in a little bit more into that when uh, at the end of the show we'll talk a little bit about spoilers in case people don't want anything spoilerly. Um, Allison XOXO Feedsters wants to know, Bronte, do you regret not teaming up with the vets at the beginning of the game? You know what. It's in the house, we kind of had, it, it was, it, the house is like high school. I, I It's like your worst day of high school on repeat. Mm -hmm. um, you have the popular kids and you have the outskirts. Um, since I was a little girl, I've never made friends with the popular kids. So the vets with Polly, with Tiffany, um, with Corey, it was the majority and it was, those were the popular kids. Those were the ones to be in Big Brother. Uh, I think that if, I, I think I could probably still be in the game if I had. 
it was just so hard because I just bonded with Jose, Victor, Paul, Natalie. They they made me laugh. I I had a lot of social anxiety before I went into the house. Um, and I kind of I could make conversation with them. I sometimes would try to talk to Polly, try to talk to Nicole. It was like nails on a chalkboard. We couldn't think of anything to say to each other. Right. So life was just easy. Um, you really do make alliances with people you would be friends with outside the house because you have to bond on a friendship level before you start working together. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if I think that they would have read me as fake if I would have tried to get in with Polly um, because I just couldn't share a laugh with them. It was hard. We just didn't have the same type of personality. So Right. We're, I would probably still be in the house, though. I'm not dumb enough to think that, you know, it would have helped me if I could manage it. Mm, what, um, what were your thoughts on the returning players? So, obviously, Frank, Devon, Nicole, and James. And I should say your initial thoughts. Like, when you saw those four people, was that like, oh, yay, people I want to play with? Or, oh, I didn't really like them. It was the only, um, I was most familiar with Nicole. Um, it was from a strategic standpoint. I don't really, you know, I'm not, I wasn't necessarily a super fan. I, I didn't know who Frank was that I couldn't recognize him that well. Um, so, and, but I knew James and Davon and everyone from a strategic standpoint, it's hard because you learn a lot of things the hard way in mm -hmm. big brother. These are things that they have already learned. Um, they're not going to make the same mistakes. Actually, some of them, Nicole, have exactly made the same mistakes they made the first time. Um, but a lot of them aren't going to make the same mistakes twice. So we definitely were at a disadvantage. Um, and then you throw in the siblings, mm -hmm. which automatically had ties to the vets. Right. Um, so, you know, soon it was basically like almost half the house was an automatic alliance. Um, the vets, the siblings, they all teamed up. Right. Throw in super fan Michelle and we're damn near outnumbered right off the bat. It was hard. It was an uphill battle that I couldn't come up and over. Uh, well, I think, you know, yeah, I think that's kind of the struggle of it all is kind of like what we like, though, to see in a way when we watch Big Brother. Sometimes it works out and sometimes doesn't work mm -hmm. out. But I, we, we kind of like to see, <coughs> choking again, all, uh, uh, like all of that play out. I don't know how I feel about Michelle, though, is my whole thing. Okay. Because I want to, I'm rooting for the part of Michelle that is up uh, on the block and calling Nicole a snake and shooting people, you know, point blank with her words, I mean. Uh, I love that Michelle. The Michelle that is telling live feeders to get Bridget fired from her job. and Oh, what? I did not know of that. Oh, oh goodness. Goodness oh, yeah, no, gracious. Oh, yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. So that's the part of Michelle that I really can't get behind. And I have, like, trouble forgetting those parts when I'm liking the, ooh, I like what she's doing or saying um, in the house. So that's kind of where I, I go a little astray with her on that. Um, Danielle P. in the chat room, I'm going to uh, swerve off for a second and just wants to know, complete side note, have you hung out with Becky at all yet? Uh, <gasps> Becky from last season. 
I have not. We exchanged phone numbers. She was at Hearts of Reality, a huge charity that takes mm -hmm. place every year in Florida. Um, I'm really hoping. Uh, Michelle was damn near convinced that I was Becky's cousin because uh, I have ties to Denver and we're both, you know, athletic. Becky's way more athletic, but because I could hold my own, it was like, you're athletic. You must be Becky's sibling or something. Um, I'm very excited, though. She seems very nice. That was a perk of coming out. There were certain vets that were not very friendly. I'm not going to lie. Um, but there were a lot of people like Becky, the Nolan twins, Steve and Moses from last year that reached out to me. Um, they, were, they were so nice. The nicest people I've ever met. Um, so she's a sweetheart. If you don't like her, like her because she's a sweetheart. I will co-sign all of those people. Oh my god, and I really want to ask you who some of, some of the not nice ones were, but you don't have to, I won't make you say. I mean, if you look on Twitter, you can figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna say evil dick. Yeah, Zenith. you have evil dick, you have Jason Roy doesn't or like me very much, which is fine. Hi, Jason. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, now I think this has to be a misunderstanding. No, he wasn't my biggest fan, but that's okay. Hi, Jason. I have nothing against. I have nothing against any of them. Uh, you know, it is. They are who they are. Preach it. However you feel, just preach it. I am gonna bridge this. I'm on it. <laughs> if I can bring Christine and Gina Marie together, I can fix Bronte and Jason. Everyone, you don't can't worry. Do it. I'm gonna get on this one later. Okay. Uh, did you? Uh, Jackie knows in the chat room wants to know. Did you meet Johnny Mac at all? I never met him. Not um, yet. I, okay. I auditioned for Big Brother last year, um, and I made it to the final twenty-five. So I'd, I'd seen everyone from last year's cast. I saw Johnny Mac. I saw Steven. I saw Shelly um, during the audition process. I didn't never spoke to them, but I saw them. Um, but I never met Johnny Mac. But he also, we, we chatted over the phone. He's also very sweet. He is. I think a lot of people would love you two together. It would be very funny. Like, just you two, the your personalities are very, like, I think you would create, like, Oh my god, that's a baby I would want to see. I want to see a Bronte and Johnny Mac um, baby. But, you know who might be jealous? Steve. Because, Steve? <laughs> as B. Hoop brings up in the chat room, when are you and Steve going to start dating? Because obviously, Steve talked <laughs> about you all last season on the feeds. Oh, okay, well, that is how Steve knew about me. Because... Of the right. audition process. So right. he called me Bow Girl, and it was so upset. Okay, I did not watch a lot of last season because I was butthurt that I didn't make it. I made it so close, and I didn't get cast. I was butthurt. But I had said in my audition process, I had called Steve Bill Nye. That was my nickname for him. And I said, I would want to work with Bill Nye. So I saw that, you know, he got cast, and then I didn't watch, but I would look to see, you know, updates. And when he won, I, I can't tell. I was like, I yelled out the F word. I won't mm -hmm. say it on here. And I was like, the guy who I freaking said I would have aligned myself with, Bill Nye, took this home. You have to be kidding me. I was so mad. But yeah, I had picked the winner last year, America. Didn't do well this year, but it would have done well last year. Because I knew. I knew that guy had, to, had it in him to win. Now, so mad. 
Uh, now, to give away a behind the scenes, guess what, everybody? Bronte can't see me. Do that Amazon uh, video thing. Computer problems still. Uh, but, Bronte, I tell everyone that I'm Stephen uh, Moses all the time. When anyone comes into the show and they're like, who are you? I go, Stephen Moses, winner of Big Brother 17. And Steve, Steve has allowed me. He has allowed me to do this. So I represent Steve for you. Probably why we're getting along so well. Probably. I text Steve all the time. Texted him yesterday. He's starting graduate school. Um, he was on this big road trip, I believe, in Cincinnati. I'm hoping he's at the finale. I'm nervous. I'm going to be honest with you, America. I'm nervous. It's going like going to a high school reunion. I'm nervous to go to the finale. I, I'm nervous <coughs> to see these people. So I'm hoping that he's there so I can have a friend to hang out with. Oh, I'm okay. First of all, I think people need to be afraid of you, Bronte. <laughs> Well, I think yeah, people some of them, Polly, run for your life. If I was a producer on Big Brother right now, I would say direct all questions to Bronte on that finale. <laughs> Let's I don't I don't know if they're going to, but yeah, I I mean I have some words with him and Zikia. You know, it's hard. You make friends. Natalie is my friend. I'm gonna defend her to the end. I don't care if she's in the wrong, which she wasn't. But, like, if you want to attack Natalie, you're freaking going to go through me first. Even outside of this house, on social media. go. You're going to go through me. Well, Glenn in the chat room says, don't worry, Bronte. Papa G got your back. Papa G does have my back. That's for sure. And Love I, you, Papa G. And I will say this, because what a lot of people don't know is it's just me. I'm trying to host, produce, get questions <laughs> and all that. So, Glenn, I got your DM. I was trying to be a little sneaky about it. But, yes, everyone, Glenn will be on this weekend. Glenn will work it out after the show. Um, okay, let me ask you, I just saw it, oh, uh, actually, you know what, I want to do this. Can you do us a favor? One of your biggest fans is in the chat room, and he just turned 50 years old. His name is David Thielen. Can you just give a shout out to David Thielen? David, happy birthday, 50 years old. You're making it far in this world, David. I love you, baby. See, there you go, David. Happy 50-year birthday. Um, birthday. Now, uh, moving on to another uh, question. Lost in Can Cruise wants to know, whose gameplay were you disappointed in the most now that you're outside of the house watching it back? I was a little dis. Now I guess maybe this is just personal. Uh, I was there's two people I'm disappointed in. I was disappointed not in Davon's gameplay. I was disappointed that as a vet, she chose to keep Tiffany over me just because Tiffany was a bit of a loose cannon emotionally, and her decision did not work out for her because you know of course. She she keeps Tiffany, thinking Tiffany is going to help her, and Tiffany blows up Davon's game. Mm -hmm. So why? Davon did not realize that. I'm not sure. As a vet, I think she should have. Um, overall, I'm starting to get a little bit disappointed with Paul, uh, just because Paul is playing dumb. But that's one thing you don't you don't want to underestimate us. We all got cast for a reason. Um, a lot of us know more than it probably shows on mm -hmm. on the screen. So to, it's better to just fess up sometimes than to always play dumb. Paul is playing dumb too much and it's going to hurt him um, because people just want to know the truth. Just, just tell me point blank. You did it. It was game move. I'll respect that. 
if you play dumb, you're going to piss people off and they will not vote for you at the end. So I'm disappointed with Paul right now. Well, let's talk a little bit more about Paul disappointment. I do see some people in the chat room um, are saying Paul was saying some not nice, great things no. lately about he you. Hasn't. So no. have what are your thoughts on that? I was sad. I'm not going to lie. I was sad. I really, when I left the house, I had nothing but good things to say about Paul. Him and I got off to a rocky start. Um, but watch my exit interviews. I right. had nothing but nice things to say about him. I was hurt when I, I read that he had told Michelle he wouldn't have liked me in the real world. Um, I cried. I'm not going to lie. I cried on my bed. I sobbed. My friends had to come comfort me. Um, it's still going, though. I believe last week he said, Bronte, you're a fucker. That was real great. <laughs> So I don't know where a lot of this is coming from, to be honest. I I had told Victor not to trust anybody mm -hmm. in the battle back. I did not single Paul out. Um, I just did not want to see Victor get thrown right back out of the house. And let's be honest, Paul didn't have Victor's back. He was aligned with Polly, and that's shown in Victor, in Paul's DRs. He was aligned with Polly. He did not have Victor's back when he got back in the house. So what I said to Victor was right. Um, but I don't know if Paul doesn't like me as a person. I don't I don't know what's going on. I really thought him and I kind of hit it off, uh, at least on a friendship level. It's it's not friendship anymore. So I don't I can't tell you, but he has something against me. Right. I don't know. And I and all I'm going to say is that Let's all just hold on to hope that in some way Paul thinks this is strategy in his mind and maybe this is get maybe it's game for whatever reason. Maybe it is. You know, he kind of is blaming it on the fact I'm upset that Bronte told Victor not to trust me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't I just told Victor not to trust anyone, but you know, it might be too Paul shared a lot of his secrets with me. Um, I chose not to share my secrets with Paul. I knew he was going to, whatever I told Paul, I knew he would probably tell Polly. I specifically told Paul things I wanted Polly to know because I knew it would get back to him. Um, so, I, you know, I chose not to tell Paul some things. He might be a little hurt mm -hmm. because of that. Um, I probably would have ended up telling Paul. I, I never trusted Paul fully. Um, we were feeling each other out, but he's kind of said some things more on a personal level to me, which it hurt my feelings because I, I really like Paul. I like him. I still kind of like him, even though he's been telling me off. I still like you, Paul. Okay, good. I want you to like Paul. Speaking of other people I totally like, Austin K wants to know, Bronte, was James as funny in the house as they portray him to be on the show? Um, it depends on your sense of humor. Um, you know, there was a night where James filled up our, our lotion with mayonnaise. And Natalie wiped it all over her body and didn't even know it was mayonnaise. I Loved put it. in my hand and I knew it was mayonnaise. It depends on your sense of humor. Victor is a military brat. He, he grew up in a military family. He doesn't understand wasting lotion because we don't get restocked on mm -hmm. things all the time. If you right. waste the lotion, you waste it. Him and Victor really went head to head because of that. Victor was like, I don't find wasting food and lotion funny. There's people out there who don't have food and lotion. Um, there's other people who find that sense of humor to be hilarious. So James has a specific sense of humor. Some people like it. Some people don't. Um, I got, you know, once Natalie started to really like James, Mm. I started to like James because I, I working with Natalie. If Natalie loves James, I love James. 
Um, so James started to trust me and tell me things. So James and I were really bonding towards the end. It was great. Right. I have to say, I have to say this, and normally I would say it after, but I'm going to say it now. Okay, so David Thielen, like I said, is your number one fan. Uh, he has supported you all season long. However, oh. David Thielen is also my nemesis, and we go back and forth in the chat. You know, a joke nemesis, not for okay. real. I really didn't know it was his 50th birthday. I thought he was like 25, so I thought I was being funny. Oh. Turns out, chat room, really is 50th birthday. So really, congratulations on your 50th birthday, David <laughs> Thielen. Love it. Um, and because uh, uh, Glenn is cracking me up. Here is a question for you from Twitter. Cat... Uh, uh, or actually, I guess her name is O.T.P. Van Moosen wants to know, were you bl really blindsided during your eviction or was there some part of you that knew? Oh, so so I Tiffany was truly the target for almost the entire week. Correct. Um, for some reason, Nicole, Zakia and Michelle really rallied together to get me out. Paul, they went to Polly. Polly said, no, I'm not sending Bronte home. Um, but then they ended up just lying and saying, Bronte said she's coming for you if she wins HOH next week. So he was like, oh, God, okay, send her home. The girls, those three girls started treating me very bad the day before, like mm -hmm. kind of the night before I went home. Um, so I started to, I went and started to talk to people and ask if I was in danger. They all said no. Um, now, with that said, girls were legitimately on their periods that week. So that was my conclusion. Everyone's still telling me I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I think that the girls are kind of just on their periods. We're getting grouchy. It's fine. Um, so then I went back to thinking I was safe. And then James, 20 minutes before I went home, told me you were going home. Um, and then I, so I wasn't blindsided because I knew 20 minutes before. James seems to do that before every eviction, doesn't he? <laughs> It, it is, I'm not going to lie, it, it's nice because you can gain composure. Um, you're, when he first told me, my instinct was to like cry and throw up, but I gained composure. Um, and so, you know, it was, it, I think he does it on a courtesy level. And then also, if those people are making it to jury, they're yeah. going to be thankful he did that and maybe vote for him to win. So it, I'm sure he does it for many reasons. I was thankful for it. I was happy. And so was Natalie. I got to say bye to her. I gave her a pep talk. She was crying. Mm -hmm. I was like, girl, get it together. You got this. I think James likes to ruin the blind sides. And I also think exactly what you... I think it is all jury as well, too. Mm -hmm. And I think... Um, you never know in Big Brother. You never know if when people are going out, they have a chance to come back mm -hmm. in. So I think James all along is like, I'm going to be the hero on all of these. Yes. I didn't want to do it. Um, Ed Rizzo in the chat room wants to know, did you know about the eight pack alliance? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is, for the most part, you know who's working with who. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily... Davon was a little higher up on the totem pole than I had realized. But yeah, I mean, it was it was no secret. We we knew all of us, Jose, Victor, you know, we knew. Um, Jose really believed that he kind of had more people to vote for him. Mm -hmm. um, Natalie and I, we kind of knew he didn't. So it was, for us, it was like, let's just play the honest card. We kept a promise to Jose. We were honest. You know, we're not going to, we didn't want to look like liars or flip flops. Um, but yeah, 
we knew they were the popular kids and we were on the outskirts. It wasn't a secret. Interesting. I also have to say, clearly, Bronte, we're going to have to have you come back for another recap show because Big Brother is starting in like 15 minutes. So there are special Friday night shows. So we're going to have to start wrapping this show up in about five minutes. But Bronte, back anytime you want. Like, clearly, <laughs> we need way more Bronte. Yeah, um, I will spill the beans. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, Bronte is coming back. Trust me, everyone. Uh, Wesley in the chat room wants to know, What's the biggest misconception you had before coming in the game that changed once you were in the game? The misconception? Okay. Um, well, one thing that really came to kind of bite me this season was before I went into the game, I was like, oh, the showmances are great because they'll become easy targets. Mm -hmm. So I was really thinking, oh, these showmances are going to be awesome. Um, and then almost half the house was in a stinking showmance. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it came back to where it's like the showmances are running Big Brother. What's going on? Usually they're the targets. So that was a huge misconception that came back to bite me in the butt. Let me tell you. Interesting. I love these. Oh, like, oh, I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying oh. to think of, I'm trying to run through, like, what are the answers you could answer quickly? I just want to hear everything you have to say. So I should probably just <laughs> shut up. Um, Spun Sugar wants to know, Bronte, uh, when you meet the guys at the finale, can you please explain to them what a feminist is? Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yes. The feminist this, feminist that. You know, I really don't, I'm not, what, if you want to call it, I've never thought of myself as a feminist. I believe that boys stick together. And a lot of times a boy is going to choose their bro over a girl. And it's going to be like, everyone will be like, oh yeah, bros sticking together. But when girls do it, people label that as feminist. Um, I wanted to go on Big Brother to show that women can work together. We can be selfless. We can unite. We can choose each other over the boys. Mm -hmm. And I went on a season that was filled with showmances. Uh, not the season for me to be on. Um, but yeah, those boys... They just were throwing out terms left and right. Feminists, fake titties. Ugh. I, I literally am glad that my dog eats the executives every day after <laughs> dinner. Let's just say that. Uh, what did you think of the zings this week? Uh, did you like Zingbot zings this season? I did. It was there was I did like Zingbot zings. Um, I thought Nicole's was kind of spot on. Sorry, Nicole. Um, and I just, I thought they were hilarious. I was laughing. Paul's I thought was funny. <laughs> Do you think Nicole's was fair though? Because there is an argument to be made, which I agree with you. Spot on, nailed it. Not a Nicole fan. However, is it fair to tell the other house guests as a zing, Nicole has no game. Nicole sucks at this. In a way, it, it might let other players think, oh, we should keep Nicole around because clearly America and Zingbot doesn't think she's doing anything. Well, so I would I would say that Nicole Zing was more personal than any of the others. Right. It, you know, like Paul's was funny. Natalie with her armpit because she's always waxing under her armpits mm -hmm. was funny. Hers was definitely not so much funny. It was literally like, this is your gameplay, Nicole. Right. Um, so I, I agree with that. It wasn't as quirky as the other ones. Um, I had had some conversations with Nicole about, you know, she, you know what happened with Christine and Nicole saying she doesn't want a repeat of what mm -hmm. happened. She wants to work with the girls. She's done with the boys and, 
I, so I don't really know what happened there. It left me really sad. Um, but yeah, hers was a lot more personal than anybody else's. So I agree with that. Would you, did you give any thought to what your zing would be? Or would there would there be any zing that you would have wanted to be your zing? I, I definitely feel like my voice would have been caught up. That seems to be a huge thing. Right. Um, you know, I've never thought too much of my voice for a long time. It's blown up, I guess. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It just, it is what it is. This is the voice God gave me. Um, so I think that would have been in there. And whatever mistake I would have ended up making, because I'm sure I would have made right. several, probably would have been thrown in my face as well. So You need to read Ross Matthews' book, or like I do, get the audiobook and have him read it to you. It's the entire basis of his book is how everyone told him he would never have a career based on his voice. Oh, really? And it's very, it's a, and it's funny and it's inspirational. I think you would love it. I literally don't understand where the last hour went um bronte it's been an hour oh my god yes bronte we have been an hour and big brother starts in eight minutes so i just i hope that you will come back bronte let me start by telling you you have so many fans here since we made it in nts uh f show i'm gonna say a shit ton Bronte, you have a shit ton of fans here. I can't even get to the thousands of questions, all of them. So, Bronte, where can people follow you on social media? Let's start there. Yeah, so my social, both my Instagram and my Instagram is Bronte and D. Okay. So just A-N-N-E and then a D at the end. And then my Twitter is BB Bronte 18. My little sister had set it up for me. Um, so yeah, you can ask me questions. I, I'm not afraid to tell you answers. So ask me whatever you want. Okay, perfect. And I'm going to put the links to Bronte's social media below this edited version. I will let you guys know when, uh, if Bronte is going to come back, we'll talk about it later. I have a feeling we're going to have to have Bronte back for more. I would we love to talk come some back. show. <laughs> Congratulations, David Thielen, on being the number one fan for this show. Way to go for real, buddy. Um, and uh, follow Bronte on Twitter. And we will see you. Actually, here's how I would like to end it, Bronte. I'm going to give you full screen. Hold okay. on. I'm switching you over to full screen because you do have thousands of people here for you. The floor is yours. What do you want to say to all of your fans here right now? Well, thanks for listening to me and stay watching BB18 and root on Nat Nat or whoever you want. But yeah, interact with me over the next month. We have a month left, people. Only one month left to get through this. We can do it. We'll unite. Unite together. We can get through this month. We will. Thank you guys all so much for watching. This show will be edited up on the website in the morning. I'm sure, Bronte, will you be live tweeting for Big Brother? Yes, I will. I will be live tweeting as well. Thank you guys all so much for enjoying the show. We'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, just kidding. I love you.